Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kerr. Today's poem is from another new collection. Yesterday I read to you from Rail Splitter by Morris Manning, a 2019 collection. And the poem that I'm about to read to you is also from a new collection. It's from Scott Cairns' collection, Anaphora. He's a professor of English and the director of the Low Residency MFA program at Seattle Pacific University. Uh, his poetry has been published in many places. And uh, he received a Guggenheim Fellowship in 2006 and the Denise Levertov Award in 2014. The poem that I'm going to read today, and pardon my, uh, my allergies are a little bit nuts today. This is called Which Tribe, Which River? from Anaphora. It goes like this. So where do you go when memory proves mostly worthless? When after three generations of willful neglect, you find the road home nearly impassable? At my father's funeral, an ancient, dark-eyed woman showed up just long enough to say two things. Hello? Goodbye. I was busy staying numb, so never took the chance to find out who she was. In Washington State, every river gets a tribe. Big rivers often get two, one clan for each muddy gravel bank. You already know about the rain, so you might guess about the rivers. Hundreds draw their waters from the glacial blue snowmelt, the nearly endless seasons of rain. Turns out the woman was my father's kin. Turns out my great-grandmother may have been Nisqually, which presumably makes me something I never exactly knew, but had overheard a piece of maybe once or twice at my own grandmother's house, when one or another uncle had drunk his fill, when the family reunion had suddenly become more colorful. I recall certain liquor-blunted faces, a slew of slurred obscenities, and that my parents stuffed me in my coat as we headed for the car. Well, like I said, the tribes are numerous and famously intractable, as well as hard to track. So I've unrolled my father's map, which offers someone else's best guess at tribal boundaries. And I've dusted off a lately disinterred family Bible. A very poor edition with a poorly kept family tree. And though I knew better than to trust it, I've resorted to memory. So as I said, this poem comes from a book, a collection called Anaphora. And Anaphora is, as you probably know, a literary device in which there is the deliberate repetition of a word or a phrase. This particular poem has perhaps less of that, uh, you know, obviously on the surface um, than some of the other poems in this collection, which are very, uh, very purposeful about revealing where the Anaphora shows up. But one thing I was thinking about is the way in this poem, Anaphora shows up through the concept of, of memory, the concept of lives feeding into each other like rivers, um, the concept of lives beginning and ending over and over again, that the, there is a deliberate repetition in life uh, beginning and life ending, the way those lives, as I said, feed into one another and, and um, provide the ground on which you know, those new lives are planted and are grown, I guess. Let's start with the mixed metaphors. But I love the ending to this poem because it suggests that memory is so tied to community, I guess, to those lives being intertwined. Because on the one hand, it starts sort of implying the concept of an individual's memory is flawed. He says, so where do you go when memory proves mostly worthless? 
when you find the road home nearly impassable. It's this very inner experience, right? Um, he sees this very specific person at a funeral. He doesn't know who she is because he's too numb to bother finding out. It's this very specific inner experience. But then by the end of the poem, he has been bound up with a whole community of people, with everybody that makes up the memory, the holders of the memory, the people that pass it on. And the idea that memory is not an individual thing, but a community thing is um, profound and and a good reminder uh, for me, at least. So with that in mind, I'll read Scott Cairns' Which Tribe, Which River one more time. Highly recommend you get this collection, by the way. Again, it's 2019. So where do you go when memory proves mostly worthless? When after three generations of willful neglect, you find the road home nearly impassable. At my father's funeral, an ancient, dark-eyed woman showed up just long enough to say two things. Hello. Goodbye. I was busy staying numb, so never took the chance to find out who she was. In Washington State, every river gets a tribe. Big rivers often get two. One clan for each muddy gravel bank. You already know about the rain, so you might guess about the rivers. Hundreds draw their waters from the glacial blue snowmelt, the nearly endless seasons of rain. Turns out the woman was my father's kin. Turns out my great-grandmother may have been Nisqually, which presumably makes me something I never exactly knew, but had overheard a piece of maybe once or twice at my own grandmother's house, when one or another uncle had drunk his fill, when the family reunion had suddenly become more colorful. I recall certain liquor-blunted faces, a slew of slurred obscenities, and that my parents stuffed me in my coat as we headed for the car. Well, like I said, the tribes are numerous and famously intractable as well as hard to track, so I've unrolled my father's map, which offers someone else's best guess at tribal boundaries, and I've dusted off a lately disinterred family Bible, a very poor edition with a poorly kept family tree, and though I knew better than to trust it, I've resorted to memory. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. Mm-hmm.